Hello everyone, welcome to Reiki Radio. I am your host, Yolanda. And on today's episode, I am actually catching up with some emails that I've received recently from listeners about the recent guests that we had on the show. So I've had so many emails and questions about, you know, the different Reiki teachers and um, the different ways that people are sharing Reiki and what I think about all of it. So I thought I would take time today to catch up on all of that in response to all of the questions before we move on to some new guests and some new episodes. And I also want to thank um, all of you for the reviews that you've left on iTunes. I truly appreciate it. Thank you for rating and reviewing the show. It helps us to grow. And, um, you know, I, I just... I can't thank you enough for you know all of the emails and um, you all encourage me. I have to say I, I'm very thankful for the encouragement and I'm always thankful that any of the episodes and the guests that we have on the shows, any way that it supports you in your path, I am in deep gratitude for that. So if you do enjoy the show and you want to access bonus content, you can become a Reiki Radio Insider or join us in the Alchemy Circle. There is more information about that on my website, which is theenergeticalchemist.com. And happy spring. <laughs> yeah, I want to point that out. We are finally in spring. Uh, new energy and I feel good. I feel inspired. I had a couple of weeks of feeling exhausted and just a lot of, um, a lot of transition, a lot of movement and, you know, feeling more balanced and more aligned. So you could actually learn more about that too, as well in my newsletter. Uh, Just sign up for the newsletter and I tell you more about that. But anyway, I want to get into today's episode, answer your questions. I hope that it's helpful If you did send in a question and I don't answer it, please email me again and let me know like, hey, you didn't really cover that. I'm still unclear because I want to be sure that I do um, respond to everything as best I can. So I thank you so much for being here. Get comfortable and enjoy the show. Okay, so welcome to today's episode. We're going to talk about Reiki being a system of awakening and also answering some of the questions that I've received recently because of recent episodes that we've had. And with that, I want to thank all of you. I want to thank the guests who have come on Reiki Radio to share their experiences with us. I want to thank the community of listeners who email and send messages to share how they've been inspired or to ask their questions. And yeah, I mean, it's it's been a really interesting time and I'm so thankful that we are able to have these conversations and what it is inspiring for so many of us. So first of all, um, I get a lot of questions about Reiki in of itself and what I think about it in just a generalized way. And so I wanted to talk about it being a system of awakening. And that has been my focus of the technique personally. Now, of course, Reiki is used 
um, in so many ways, which we'll talk about in a little bit. But there is a lot of focus on, you know, um, energy balancing and supporting others, which is beautiful. And I have had so many beautiful experiences with being able to hold space for people, with helping them with their own rebalancing, realignment, with gaining more clarity in their lives, so on and so on. But what has stood out for me personally with this technique and what has been, um, I guess, the greatest gift for me, I would say, with this technique is the process of awakening to myself with using the tools, understanding the practices, and even the Reiki principles, which are also called the Gokai. So we've talked about some of these things on the show before, so I'll just be very brief in this. But how Reiki has been a system of awakening for me, it really, I mean, we can look at the different components, right? So the Reiki principles, the Gokai, like I mentioned before, are you know, considered in a way a code of conduct. And whether you practice Reiki or not, or have received attunements, you can really look at the Reiki principles as clear guidance for how to live life and um, manage our state of mind, our state of focus in a way that really supports being more aligned with ourselves and living from a space of more harmony and love and compassion and just overall awareness, like being part of your experience, being present in your experience, being present and aware of your state of mind, your state of focus, and your energetic beingness. And then we have the aspect of the symbols, which I've done a whole episode about. You can go back in the archives for that. But the symbols really do give a very clear structure of a path of connection, how to connect to yourself, um, a process of self-realization, transformation, and again, harmonization of your own mind, body, and energy. And so this process, this technique that we call Reiki, it can be used in so many ways, as you've heard over the recent uh, interviews that we've had here on the podcast Now, one of the things that I was asked a lot because of recent interviews was about teachers, my teachers, and how to choose a teacher when you are considering learning Reiki or even if you've already learned but want to expand your um, practice or knowledge. So one of the things I would say is I really uh, appreciate the teachers that I've had that a lot of what they share is deeply rooted in tradition. So like my teachers you met here on the podcast, Franz, Stina, and um, Arjava Petter, both of them are very dedicated to um, upholding some um, tradition around what is taught. And they both have extensively researched the history of Reiki, although they have very different uh, teaching styles, I would say. And I chose both of them as teachers because of their um, extensive knowledge and background and practice. Now, I also appreciate the differences in their teaching methods and the um, 
variations of practice and information in their individual classes. So with that, what I would say is research. When you want to learn anything, Reiki, meditation, yoga, whatever it may be, research and really see which teachings or which teachers feel more aligned with you and what you want to get out of whatever it is you're about to study. Now with Reiki, of course, we hear a lot about lineage and um, the benefit, I would say, of knowing your teacher's lineage is it can speak to the information that you're going to learn or what will be provided in class. So it is really good to um, know, you know, who your teachers learned from, if they currently practice, what their focus is in the work that they do. But you can also oftentimes reach out to different teachers and ask them questions directly. And nowadays, I mean, some people have, um, you know, Q&A uh, on their website where you can learn more about their focus, their point of view. And I mean, like Reiki Radio, a lot of them have done interviews or have information out there where you can get a feel of the teacher and their work and what their points of focus may be. So always, I say, to research and um, really connect with if they feel aligned with you and your personal uh, direction. And there are so many teachers out there. And I've told you all before, I've studied with various teachers, even beyond the two that were on the show. And one of the things I really appreciate and value, again, is the different points of view and the different methods of teaching um, that I have experienced because I gained something from all of my teachers, you know, and you may not agree with or necessarily want to do everything the way that people you study with do, but we tend to have some type of valuable insight um, that we gain from the people that we connect with. And I believe we're drawn to very specific teachers and people for that matter for uh, reasons. So I do really value and appreciate um, the teachers that I've had that have respect and honor for tradition. However, on the other hand, I have some teachers who have gone beyond that um, more traditional approach and have infused some of their personal guidance and um, a lot of their personal experience and even some aspects of other uh, points of interest. So, for example, some Reiki teachers infuse shamanism in their classes. Some Reiki teachers infuse crystal work in their classes. It just depends on your point of focus and what it is you feel called to learn or why you even feel called to Reiki in the first place. Now, another thing with this system um, is that there tends to be a very narrow lens or view. You know, oftentimes we go to one class and we think one and done. Um, there's also this, you know, respect that we do have for our teachers. And sometimes uh, people will limit themselves in feeling like some kind of guilt to study with anyone else besides their initial teacher. And I can say from the experiences I've had again, 
I feel very fortunate that I allowed myself to learn from various people because it has enriched my practice and my personal understanding, being able to learn and hear things or see things from various points of view and lenses. But it's really up to you and um, what feels most resonant with you. Now, as I mentioned, for me, it has been a system of self-awakening. But of course, because I have done sessions over the years, I've taught Reiki for many years, it has been much more than that. You know, I've learned so much through the sessions and holding space with other people. I've learned through their experiences, their stories. Um, one of the beautiful things about practicing and sharing with other people is you do deepen your awareness of how energy works, how our mind-body energy connection works, how different beliefs and different experiences impact us on every level, our point of view, how we are flowing energetically, our anxiety, our clarity, all of these different things. So no matter what you practice, no matter what you do, this is why I always say practice your practice because it is invaluable. And even if you don't plan to be, you know, a Reiki practitioner um, for work or as a business, you can still practice as a way to deepen your own understanding and by default deepen your own self-connection and self-awareness. So that's, um, I hope, that that answers the questions that I received about choosing the teacher and um, what Reiki really is or has been for me. So I wanted to talk about, you know, what it is beyond the self-awakening because there is a lot of focus on using it to support other people in harmonizing their mind, body, and energy, which again, I think is a beautiful thing. So as many of you know, Reiki is commonly used on a physical level to help with alleviating pain. So physical pain, pain management. Um, a lot of people come for Reiki sessions if they have, you know, any kind of physical ailment or discomfort in their physical body or, you know, um, maybe had an accident or just have, you know, any type of uh, soreness within their physical vessel. A lot of people use it to help alleviate pain. Then for the mind, many people find that Reiki helps to calm their anxiety. It helps us to move into a state of clarity. It helps us to be more aware, feeling more balanced and harmonized just in our mental state. And then, of course, energetically, there's that aspect of feeling calm and peace. And it can also help us to feel more vitality. Because on one hand, we think of Reiki as like this calming, beautiful, gentle practice. But a lot of people also have energy that is depleted. So in that case, when you are harmonizing yourself, mind, body, and energy, you may feel a surge of vitality, of like um, awakening energetically. So when we talk about harmonization, it's not just to calm the self. Your way of harmonizing may be to um, 
lift yourself energetically, to feel more alive, to feel more engaged, to feel more awake and alert. And this is where Reiki is so beautiful and that it meets us where we're at. And it helps us to harmonize and balance on a very individualized level, depending on what's going on with us at any given time. And we all have these, you know, ups and downs, these ebbs and flows. We all have times where we may be, our energy is erratic and almost too much. And then we have times where our energy does feel low and depleted. So again, just coming into a space of harmony is going to mean something different to all of us at any given time or any given stage in our life. But I want to point out as well that these cycles of feeling that we go through are also quite, you know, natural. Like we have these cycles of, you know, being inspired to maybe just feeling kind of, uh, not inspired, just feeling that we're just being. We have different life experiences that come up that may upset us and we have different life experiences that come up that excite us. So it's not really about trying to change or eliminate the fact that we have these ebbs and flows or that we have um, different cycles of experience, but it really helps with how we go through these different cycles. It really helps us to stay um, uh, balanced in how we manage our mind, body, and energy through these different experiences. And I really want to point that out because a lot of times when we do the spiritual work, there is this undertone of belief that as we work on ourselves, we um, eliminate any challenges in our lives and our lives are supposed to be just very easy. But really what it is, is that we're still engaging with other people and other personalities and all kinds of things. But what it does start to change for us is our perspective in all of it and how we show up in all of it and starting to recognize our choice, starting to recognize how our thoughts impact our energy and how our energy and our thoughts impact our emotion and how our emotions are then stored in our body and can impact how we feel on a physical level and can also influence our behaviors and our choice of engagement. Now, if you are functioning from a space of fear, of feeling chaotic, of feeling um, disconnected, feeling disengaged, your life experience is going to be very different than if you have a practice and a process of feeling connected to yourself, of being engaged and aware and recognizing your choice. So... As we use this gift for our own system of awakening, and then when we go out in the world and have sessions or hold space for others to harmonize and balance their own energy, we have this understanding again of how the simple process that seems so simple on the surface is really so impactful in that it touches us mind, body, and energy. It's like a, um, a system that helps us to manage and recognize the complete system of our beingness. So 
once we get that, right, once we go to Reiki class, we do Reiki practice on ourselves, we start our own process of awakening, seeing things in new ways, we go through our own shifts and changes. We start practicing on other people and through those engagements, we learn again how our energy, our thoughts, our mind, how it's all interconnected and we learn a lot about life. (laughs) We learn a lot about perspective. We learn a lot about energy. But then there are those of us who feel guided to use this system and this information and this understanding that we have to support people in the world in very specific ways. And this gets to the other questions that I was asked recently about some guests that we've had. So If you go back in the archives, we've had people come onto the show to talk about using Reiki to support children. We've um, had uh, recently a guest come on and talk about her work with Reiki and first responders and also medical Reiki. We even had a guest um, last week who spoke about working with people through the process of pregnancy using Reiki as support. Now, there are so many ways that people feel guided to and called to use this work to support just so many levels of what we do and experience in life. And this is where it becomes very interesting. And a lot of us put pressure on ourselves of like, okay, I've learned this thing. Now, what do I do with it? But when we take the pressure off of what do I do and just allow ourselves to be in the flow, you will find that life presents a lot of opportunities for you to show up in support of others in ways you may have never even imagined. And so again, that's where it comes in this, um, for me anyway, what has been important for me is this deep connection with my own practice, but also continuing to be a student and continuing to study. Even though I teach, I continue to study because I never know what life is going to present and how I can use what I've learned to be of support to others. So, for example, I've had clients over the years that, you know, I've worked with people who are pregnant. I have worked with people who are therapist and you know I've worked with people who are having trouble in relationships people who are in transition with career people who have had accidents and dealing with physical pain and physical trauma so all of these different levels of being able to work with Reiki in very different ways helped me to have more clarity around how I want to share it and what I want to focus on So I say that to say, if you are putting pressure on yourself of like, well, what do I do with this? And like, am I doing the right thing? Am I doing enough? The work you do on you is the most valuable part that you can do. But then again, being aware of what presents itself to you and the support you are able to provide. And what do you learn through these exchanges? How do these techniques and practices and principles help you and support you in how you engage with your family, your friends? How do these um, principles and practices help support you in gaining clarity in your path? What do you feel called to do? 
And as our limiting beliefs, our blocks, our challenges start to reveal themselves to us, our fears, whatever is in the way are holding us back, we have these beautiful tools to help us transform and alchemize those energies, moving us deeper into harmonization with ourselves and creating a clearer path of how we use this information to share with everyone and everything. And I've said this before, um, you know, the beautiful thing about it is it doesn't have to be some big grand expression like, oh, I have this huge Reiki practice or whatever. Yes, some of us will feel called to do that. Some of us will feel called to teach. But even if you don't, working on yourself and if you are walking around more in alignment, more um, connected to the energy of compassion and love, that is directly impacting everyone you come into contact with. If you have worked on yourself or in the process of working on yourself, working through the layers of old hurt, old you know grudges, old upset, transforming those energies to understanding, you're going to approach the world with more understanding. So, no matter what we do, we are impacting in, in support of the collective on some level. But it's like, what are we contributing and how? And this goes beyond our choice in work. It goes beyond our choice in career. It goes beyond our roles and titles in life. It's just in how we are being. Just our state of mind, just the level and frequency of our energy, our level of compassion and love, just our um, feeling connected to our body and all that exists impacts what we are contributing, not just to our own life experience, but to the collective. So all of this work, all of what you are doing for you and your own process of self-healing and self-awakening is very important. It's kind. <laughs> you know, working on ourselves in this process of self-healing is kind to ourselves, but it's also kind to all others by extension. Because we change. We become more loving and start to take more responsibility for how we are showing up. And again, as we go deeper into our study and our practice, we start to understand even more that connectivity of our own mind, body, and energy, but how there is no separation between us and the one mind. We're all in this one field of energy. It's a beautiful thing, but I want to just go back. I kind of <laughs> went off on a tangent. I'm sorry, but I want to go back to, you know, how many of us feel inspired to share in very specific ways. So, you know, um, you may feel very inspired to share this with young people because you know that they, you know, it's going to um, help shape their self-confidence and how they see themselves and who they grow into. You may want to support people who are going through divorce. You may want to support people who are healing from old relationship wounds. You may have a practice where you support people who are in that transition of, you know, career or business. There's no limit on this. But how dedicated are you 
to your own practice and your um, training, really, to deepen your understanding. The more you expand and enrich your own practice and understanding, the more supportive you can be to others. So um, I was asked about that. You know, what do I think about, uh, you know, people emailed me and asked like, oh, do you think Reiki, I could use it for this? Or, oh, do you think I could use it for that? Or focus on these different things? Absolutely. There's no limitation on how we can use this beautiful system and considering how to support the harmony of mind, body, and energy for all beings in all situations. I mean, for that matter, there are people who focus their attention on working with um, animals in Reiki. There are so many things. I mean, just, it's, it's endless. It's like if you can imagine it, it can be done. So speaking of that too, um, I did recently get some questions very specific to the medical Reiki training. Um, we had a guest, her name was Raven Keys, and she came on a few weeks ago. And she teaches medical Reiki. Um, if you haven't listened to that episode, you can go on the archives. But she has had, uh, her story is fascinating. She actually wrote a book called The Healing Power of Reiki. And she shares a lot of her stories in that and um, I recommend that book. Just it's a fascinating read. But she uh, has had the experience of doing Reiki in surgeries, like while people are um, in the operating rooms. She has been there and present and holding space for that. But she talked about some other experiences she had as well. So I was asked a lot about um, that and. Uh, who this class is for because she is coming to San Diego in October to certify Reiki masters who want to um, join the class. And I can tell you for myself personally, the reason I am taking this class is because while I don't know if I will necessarily do Reiki in surgeries, it's still one of those things where I like to expand my um, knowledge and um like understanding Reiki and how it can be used from another lens. And I was thinking about it on a very personal level. Like my stepfather um, passed away seven years ago now, seven or eight years ago. And I was there right next to him when he passed away. And having this type of training or understanding, I think would have supported me even more in holding space in that moment. Um, which it was an honor to be there to hold space while he was in that transition. I also think about my friend, one of my best friends, um, when she gave birth, uh, I was there in the room. And had I known um, Reiki back then, and especially if I had the knowledge and understanding of what I'm going to learn in this class, that would have been a beautiful opportunity to hold space in that space for her in a, a very significant way. So for me, I like to take different trainings that call to me, even if I don't know exactly how I will use them, I like to take it because I know there's something in me that says I will be able to use this information in some aspect of my practice or, you know, even broadening and deepening my understanding, which may then inspire the next cycle of the work that I do. 
And that's another thing I want to say too, like throughout the years of my practice, my practice, my sessions, my point of focus has changed as I have changed and evolved. And quite honestly, I am thrilled and, you know, just completely excited about how Reiki in of itself is evolving and how there are people out here doing work that show us and can encourage all of us of how it can be used in a multitude of ways. And so with the medical Reiki training, again, because Reiki is already being offered in many hospitals and in hospice care facilities, that already speaks to the direction and shift and change that is occurring. And this has all occurred in a very short window of the years that I've been practicing. So it's like I I want to be a part of the evolution and um, stay in touch with how things are shifting and changing and evolving because we never know where this is headed. And again, I personally just love the idea that there are so many layers and ways of how we can support people in overall all mind-body energy harmonization. So I hope that this answers um, all of the questions that I received recently about the guests that have come on recent episodes, um, including my teachers. And again, I want to thank everyone who has come to share their stories. And if you are working with Reiki in the world in a very specific way that you think will be inspiring or that you would just like to share with the community, you can always reach out to me. We would love to have you on the show. You can go to my website, theenergeticalchemist.com and email me from there. Um, another thing, if you are new to the show, be sure to go to my website and sign up for my newsletter so you can access 22 Days of Transformation, which is a free gift to you that helps you to go deeper into your own self-connection and self-observation so that you can start to understand the basic foundation of your own energetic alchemy. <sighs> okay, so we are wrapping up March. <laughs> And next month, we have some more um, amazing interviews for you. I'm very excited about our, those upcoming conversations. And if you are someone who is interested in coming to the medical Reiki training in October here in San Diego, be sure to go to my website. Again, sign up for the newsletter to get more information. Um, I recommend if you're thinking about it, just sign up right away because people are already registering in the class. So you want to get in before it sells out and I will see you there if you come and if you have um, just any questions for me I'm always here as always and you can also join us in the secret circle on Facebook so that is all for today I hope that you all are having a beautiful week and remember to always journey in love